be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny freaking wrestling. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. And welcome to another edition of Rumbling Reality. Travis, back-to-back weeks, finally. I know, it's been a minute. <laughs> We're just busy guys, man. That's what happens when you're busy. You're just, you know, rolling things, doing things, the limousine riding. Uh, Jet flying. Pringles eating, Wendy's grabbing. Kiss stealing, ass grabbing. Whoa, I don't know about that. I said, I was I was naming things off like good and fat, like eating Wendy's and never mind. Okay. Oh, so- I things I actually was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trav, this will be a shorter episode. I uh, hope you guys don't mind, but uh, at least you get to hear our voices. Um, we're going to break down a couple things going down this week. Travis, first thing on your mind? I mean, we all heard, and it's interesting that we have the TLC event tonight, and then tomorrow, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. big announcement is Vince McMahon's return to Raw. So what uh, do you think... And hope this is what's going to be like my main question today. So you already beat me to it. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> and hope he's going to say. I really am not expecting a whole hell of a lot. Um, yeah, because I mean, we've seen this this pattern before. Like when Raw has a situation, or even SmackDown for that matter, when they have a situation where their ratings are tanking. Of course, SmackDown doesn't really have much. Have issues with that because you know for a while SmackDown was already having low ratings to begin with, but we always know that when Raw is doing bad, Vince likes to throw himself in there because you know and and to his credit he's got a little bit of validity behind yeah, it. Yeah, a little pull. But um, ratings do increase you know for the episode where he does come back you know just at least for a moment because people want to know what you're going to do. But the problem WWE everybody's is saying. Ha- Everybody's saying, what do you think they're saying? They're saying, Attitude Era, come back. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. I mean, it, saying it like, oh, we could announce it's TV 14 again. No, it's not. You're no. going to be close. My thing is is that this is, this is going to be one of those instances again where people are going to tune in to see what he's going to say, and then once he says what he says, then people are going to tune off. Because the problem that WWE has with Raw in general right now is that and this is the same issue they've always had when they pull this tactic is they don't they're running out of material and they they're doing horrible because they don't know how to but go see, into the are next they thing running out of material or are they just doing the same old stuff over and over that's not working because if they're still it's able both. to make movies and new series and new things that are top rated highest rated movie ever highest rated series ever why can't WB create fresh stuff because they're running, they're running out of ideas, or their writers are not—they're not—they're lazy. I mean, that's the only way I can think of it. Because you and I have said this several times on previous episodes, and we have—we've done it. We did it back when we were kids. We could write better television for the show regularly, and I know, and and especially this week, you know, Jimmy Jacobs, the former producer, came out. And was uh, defending WWE about you know the low the low ratings and everything. He's like, it's a miracle with all the writers that you have that you're able to get a three hour show out in the time frame that we do, and it's fresh content every week. Yeah. There's a problem with that statement. I, re- I read that, yeah. 
Yeah, and there's a huge problem with that. One, it's not always fresh content. It's recycled content half the time. And two, I totally understand. It's it's a it's a pressure situation. You got to come up with new things. But part of that issue is when you have five, six, seven. I don't even know how many writers they have these days. When you have all of these people trying to put in what they feel like is their good ideas, and you only have one guy who's greenlighting most of it, that being Vince McMahon, you're guaranteed to have issues. And that's probably why it's so stressful because it's like, dude, just stick to a concept and go. And do you, you know? think what's happening? I think a big part of it, XFL is coming closer, getting closer. Is he spread too thin? Okay, well, this is this is part of the issue that they had when the original XFL started. It's part of the 30 for 30 documentary they did on ESPN about it. Was that, yeah, Vince, the first time around with XFL, he spread himself way too thin because even the production team that broadcasted the XFL originally was the same broadcast team that would help do Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Mm. So everybody was spread extremely thin, especially... I didn't know Vince. that. Yes, and the problem, and this is what I've said about the XFL coming back, is that if he really wants this to succeed this time, if Vince truly wants to have a successful launch of the XFL this time around, he's going to have to take himself away from WWE and focus on the XFL for at least the duration of the season. Because there's no way that he could be the executive uh, producer or creator, whatever you want to call him, and still be able to uh, run the XFL, too. Because now you're talking about a legitimate sports company. You know what I mean? That's that's what the XFL is designing, is to become an, alter an alternative to football. So... Yeah, you're going to need to really start putting your priorities in line, which is also, I think, potentially a good thing because hopefully Triple H will take the reins on that. So how – I mean, we're not sure what he's going to say, but what what do you think he could say that could dramatically change? Because the numbers are hitting historical lows. Raw viewers, historical lows. Of, you know, It's pretty sad. Because there's so many awesome talent right now. It's like, how do you get, how is it hitting these? I know, I get it. There's, we're in the new age where people watch Hulu and watch it later. Those are excuses to me. Those are all excuses. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you and I have said this uh, several times before is that it's when you, you and I have been lifelong fans, essentially, and we have had struggles even making it through a Raw. You know, and that used to be our highlight of every Monday. Mm. Monday is, was such a shit day and, because it's the start of the week, and we always had Monday Night Raw to mm -hmm. look forward to. And, and now I think it's a like, huge part of this, Travis, of me not really having the drive, or maybe even you, to do the podcast every week. I just don't feel as excited as I have been in the past, or even I don't stay tuned and watch live as much anymore because of that. Yeah, I write for the site and I do. I you know run a wrestling website because I have to read about it, I have to report about it, but to actually like get enthusiastic enough to talk about it on here, it's been getting hard. It's 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 really difficult, and and I get where you're coming from talking about how you got to write for the website and everything like that. I'm already burned out by the time I get to Sunday. <laughs> it, oh God, yeah, and especially you know as with with my uh, with my stuff going on in the wrestling business, you know I watch, I try you to keep indie, up you with do indie stuff. So you got to watch, you got to see it live too. I mean, you gotta, yeah. Uh, so I mean, and honestly, my indie projects that I that I stay in tune with are the ones that have been entertaining me more. You know, here recently because I'm there, I'm actually part of the show. And I'm helping, you know, it, it's a small part, yes, but it's my part to contribute to creating the show. So, yeah, my 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 attention diverts elsewhere. As a matter of fact, 
Um, I still want to watch the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. I don't know the results for it, by the way, so I don't want any assholes trying to tell me. Well, I wouldn't. Um, no, I haven't watched this. So I wouldn't know. I know you. I know you haven't. And that's okay. I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about anybody that may listen to this and try to tag me in something on Twitter and be yeah. like, "Hey, did you know this happened?" No. Now, I didn't. now you set yourself up. <laughs> Do I? Now you set yourself up like you were gonna. I know, and I, and watch me not. I won't respond until I watch it. I promise uh-huh. you, I won't. But yeah, no, I still want to watch. Like I'm more anticipated to watch that, and it's a show that happened two nights ago, and I haven't even watched it yet. I'm more excited about that than I am TLC tonight. That's that to me is sad, I'm especially just, because I, WWE. I'm just thinking of something big. I'm such a hopeful guy, and I don't know. I've always just like always like, always positive about stuff. I'm like something has to happen tonight to make people want to tune into Raw on top of Vince talking about it. I know they're going to announce something big is going to happen. They're going to say, oh, they're going to say, oh, Vince McMahon's coming tomorrow. Watch Raw. But I just feel like something has to happen. It's pretty big tonight for us to I mean the raw is raw is two weeks down historical lows yeah <laughs> two weeks yeah. down so something major yeah. has to happen tonight. doing too hot this past week either but so. smackdown is actually pretty good this week that's the funny part smackdown is actually just the superior product yeah. right now like exactly. we're it's almost like we're going back into the early the 2002 era of smackdown where it's by far the better show, where it's got better stories, oh, it's got better transition. Hell, the matches for TLC tonight, there's only one Raw match that I'm looking forward to, and that's the Finn Balor-Drew McIntyre match, because I'm hoping Balor shows up as the Demon, because that, I'm a fan of Drew McIntyre, I'm a fan of Finn Balor, so I love wow, watching the match. so much rumors around Finn Balor, man. Dude, yeah. The biggest rumor is he's taken off the Madison Square Garden tour, and he's only had one live event in like the last, I don't know, what, four or five weeks. And they're saying like, I mean, as in like live action, I'm not sure what else he's done. But I've been watching Raw every week. But um, something's going on. They're saying it's an unknown illness, but they're saying it could be more to that because he's performing tonight. That supposedly he's performing tonight in his match. But he's off the Madison Square Garden tour with John Cena. It was him and John Cena in a tag team match. So mm-hmm. something something major has to be happening. I think. I think. He's, I think. I just feel personally he's getting a little tired of them how he's been treated. Well, and and by all rights, he should be. I mean, we've all said it a dozen times, and his NXT run is a prime example of that. He's got every talent in the world to lead a locker room and be a huge figure for the company. Um, I think, if anything, that's what we can take away is that, you know, even if you don't like Raw or SmackDown, if you have the network at least, you still got NXT, so there's the bright side for WWE, sure. but, but I digress. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Balor's getting fed up with the way he's he's been treated, because in this day and age, in this market, now that the indie scene has, you know, experienced the boom in popularity that it has over the last uh, three to four years now... Um, he probably he probably could go back and make more money in Japan now than what See, he ever did before. That's, that's arguable. Oh, go back maybe now, but I'm saying yes. he probably still makes good money. Oh no no no, he makes he makes great money. I'm sure. What I'm saying though is he could probably even earn more money going back to Japan now, and maybe even working for Ring of Honor now as opposed to what he could before he ever went to WWE. So, and he was already a, a, a huge star with Japan to begin with. So, think of you, your name in Japan, which is what gets you noticed by the biggest wrestling company in the world. You go to the biggest wrestling company in the world. You make yourself a household name, much like Cody Rhodes did. Now you're going, in, in Finn's case, 
if you go back to Japan and Ring of Honor, now your stock has risen even more because now you've been to the biggest stage after you had already competed at this stage, and now you've come back essentially to your home turf. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's huge, and that's that screams nothing but dollar signs. Dave Dave Meltzer doesn't think Finn's going anywhere anytime soon, and I I can see where he says that. But it wouldn't surprise me if he were to pull a Neville at one point and just say, "Screw it, I'm going to set out my contract and not do anything." Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm almost wonder if he's participating. They're saying unknown illness because he's been sick, but I mean everybody's reporting that, and I had to report. Well, it he too. may be. He may very well be. So yeah. let's let's get uh, let's give yeah, some oh, yeah. oh, pat there. You know. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't know, man. Like I'm with you at this point. Now WWE's really gonna have to start trying to to pull something out because this is this is getting to a ridiculous stance of where I'm. I'm cl every week I get closer and closer. Just like you and I have talked about off off the show before, is that man? If it if it don't pick up, I I'm not watching anymore. Like or at least I'm not watching Raw because it's so boring. It's yeah. stale. And the, I mean, look at a guy like Bobby Lashley, for God's sakes, you know? I got it. That's so sad. Shows. It's so I mean, I wasn't a big fan of coming back, but I mean, like, it just, like, it, it could have been so much more. Still can be. Taz, uh, human suplex machine Taz, former color commentator, had went on a rant on his yeah. podcast show talking about, about it's, a, it's a disgrace that you are wasting... Bobby Lashley, who should be who should be being groomed for a match with Brock Lesnar, mm -hmm. because it makes the most sense, and he's a hundred percent right, you know. And I said that. And the the weird part is, Travis. I'm not trying to pull a race card, but Vince usually loves big old guys being the head guys. Why is why is Lashley not in his spectrum of being the champion, or at least going toward the championship right now? Especially when you return him with an audience who knows him. In a time when you're hard, it's hard to. Find. I'm not saying Bobby's the main star, or, you know, whatever. But I'm saying he has the qualities, especially on his return after being gone for so long, to have been pushed in like the hottest way. I I agree, and I mean, I mean, it's, people always say it's in a race thing. I don't want to say it's a race thing, but there's something going on there, or they just don't don't have confidence in him, or something. Well, and that may be, you know, I think I think there are some people that may be reaching for the race, the race card, and and that because it's been it's been thrown out there many times, obviously. It, it, and it has, and there's been, I mean, there's been other proofs of that. You know, Booker T is a prime example of that. You know that mm -hmm. uh, he was in line to have a huge push, and it it didn't take him until uh, he got that WrestleMania 19 match at Triple H that had the worst ending ever. Um, for any kind of match, and you talk about burying a guy, Triple H just did it in 23 <laughs> seconds. Um, so then, you know, you look at Bobby Lashley, who uh, this is where I say the race card doesn't really mean anything with with Lashley because when you think back to Lashley's first run, yeah, he was put as ECW champion, and people go, well, it was the ECW brand, and yes, that is true, and I and I scoffle at that as well. However, you still have to look at the silver lining of it is that. He was the head of a brand. You know what I mean? They had enough confidence in him to put him in the head of a brand as champion. And then not only that, that's what propelled him to go into the Battle of the Billionaires match later on at WrestleMania uh, 23 in 2007 with yeah. uh, you know Donald Trump and McMahon and Umaga and all that. So he was he was pushed and he True. was very well protected. But yeah, now for whatever reason they bring him back and. I was I really do like heel Lashley again. If you go watch his work with uh, TNA now Impact Wrestling, 
for the last few years. Mm -hmm. He is an excellent heel. Like, he is spot on with the heel job. So they tried bringing him back as a baby face, which didn't work because they didn't bring him back properly and didn't put the right you know uh the right story together with him they put him in ridiculous feuds with elias first and then they went on to just get worse from there then when you finally turn him heel and you add leo rush to him which i like leo rush and i think he's great to add uh um, to add him for a mouthpiece i don't like uh, him in this, i don't like him in this role he just seems like a dweeb well any and, he, and like that's annoying the point. not like a good heel like a kind of like it's not believable I, I believe it because, I mean, he's an athlete himself, but he's the hype guy. It's just they're, they're kind There's of pushing hype it. about him. He sounds like a well, squeaky little squeak man. I don't know. It's not, it's not well, he's the, obviously, he's hyping up Lashley. The problem that they're having now is that they're making Lashley do stupid stuff like, here, hit him with the pose. <laughs> hit him with the side pose. Now hit him with your favorite pose. Oh, and yeah. he bends over and shows him his ass. What like, is it, Chris Masters? I mean, come on. Well, and it, yeah, I mean, it's just like Chris Masters 2.0, which means that it's worse than what it was when Chris Masters was doing it. So, Oh, yeah. I like Chris Masters, so let's not go there. I actually liked him. No, 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 I like, oh, I okay, like Chris okay. Masters. What I'm saying is they've made it worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, by, yeah, 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 okay. I mean, the whole Masterpiece gimmick was great. And by the way, yeah. I find it interesting that WWE's history is that John Cena was the one who broke the Master Lock Challenge. Um, for those that don't recall, about that. Lastly was the one who did that the first time. So, really, um, yeah, I didn't know that. I promise you, go look it up on YouTube. I believe you. I'm just saying, it. I just didn't know that. <laughs> But yeah, no, like Bob, like, like you're saying, Bobby Lashley, underrated guy, should be put into a bigger light. Uh, Finn Balor, another guy. Thankfully, there is one shining light in this, and that's Drew McIntyre. I mean, Drew's been on fire, dude. Like he's he's showing why he's about to be a main event star. I like him. And, I've always liked Drew, even when, even before he was this, even the last run he had in WWE, I liked him. It wouldn't surprise me, not for this WrestleMania, because they're pretty much penciling in Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar for the main event this year. Um, I don't mind. Seth would, Rollins deserved it. Deserves it. So he's where he. I agree, that, so. and I. And I've thought this for a while that honestly, you know, no offense to Roman Reigns because we, I mean, we've all said it here. You and I've said it that Roman was a great worker. It's just they WWE kept giving him you know all crappy chances, things yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, but in my opinion, and I felt this way for a while, Seth Rollins has literally been the guy and the man for at least two years now. When you have. You and I used to talk about this with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy got everybody Watch on their feet. Guys, yeah, guys, girls, kids, everybody. Everybody appealed with Jeff Hardy. Seth Rollins has that exact same uh, aura to him right now. Everybody loves this guy. You know oh, what I mean? And Jeff Hardy, heck yeah, he was so wide. It was he was like a, it's a wide, diverse people liked him. You know? Yeah, there wasn't anybody that ever boo him, and Seth is in that same position now. You know, yeah. that's why, in my opinion, he's been the guy for at least a couple of years now. But what I was getting at is it won't surprise me if you're not this upcoming mania, but WrestleMania 36 following uh, 35 uh, in 2020, mm -hmm. if the main event is going to be Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. I could see that. I, I honestly could. You have Drew, who could be a red-hot heel, um, who may even be champion at that time. Going up against Seth Rollins, who's still the burn it down babyface that um, that he is right now. So yeah, I, um, I, I would like that. 
Yeah, I, I totally think it'd be a match that would uh, sell Mania because you give it a year and continue to push them in their each per, uh, respective roles. Yeah, it'll be it'll be definitely a good main event uh, another year down the line. So can I say something? I am so glad we finally have a good Arab in the spotlight for once. I don't think we've ever in the history of WB had a good guy who is of Arabic descent be in the spotlight. And Mustafa Ali, he's like the Arabic version of Jeff Hardy for me. It's like it's like I can actually relate to him because I love Jeff Hardy. He's my favorite guy. And on top of it, you know, he's not a bad guy. They always make Arabic guys, Arabic-looking guys, Ginger Mahal's. Uh, yeah, they say Sabu. Sabu is the only one who's actually good. Did guy. you call him Ginger Mahal? No, no, I'm saying I'm saying the people who look Arabic, like Ginger Mahal. Oh Ginger no! Ginger Mahal is not called, Arabic. People no, I thought look, you called him Ginger Mahal. <laughs> Ginger, oh yeah. Actually, the funny part is I've actually made memes about Ginger Mahal for. I maybe did, but I just I'm just so excited that they. I always like Mustafa Ali. I love his history and his backstory, and it's just nice to have like a you know a not like terrorist looking you know a, a, a character for a wrestler. Well, you know they had already done that though, right? That didn't work then. Sami Zayn, yeah, I mean that's Dude, true. He was not an Arabic guy in WB. He did not. Wait, he did not. He doesn't. He, look, had, he has Arabic on his tights. He's, he's Syrian, first off, which is which is which they do consider Arabic. I guess some people do. Um, okay, so I'm not Arabic. wrong here. He doesn't look Arabic, bro. He does not. He's no, not he your typical. Even he Arab. says he's got Arabic descent in him. Yeah, but to me, it's to me it's different. And Sami Zayn's actually a heel, but yes. <laughs> well, he is now, but yes. Yeah. There was a time where Sami Zayn was one of the hottest acts going on WWE. But it's ar- arguably, arguably Mustafa Ali with a Daniel Bryan match is, I mean, to me at least, has a oh, bigger oh, spotlight than Zayn has had now already. Absolutely, stock okay. stock rose extremely high for Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Like, but and he that, pulled out. A, great- I mean, that's arguable though about Sami Zayn. I mean, I did kind of forget about that. But to me, Mustafa Ali is a representation of an actual Arab. He just dark hair. He looks like an Arabic guy. I mean, Sami Zayn. If you picked him out, you would not think he's Arabic. You'd think he's a white guy or, or Irish descent. Come on. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. I'm just talking about the typical looking Arabic dude like me. I got you. Arab American. It's just nice to have somebody not because I'm always the bad guy in all the Steven Seagal movies and all the movies I've ever seen on on TV. You blow our shit up, dude. I'm always the bad guy, man. <laughs> and who, you know, it's always hard being the bad guy. I know, right? Oh wait, what's... that's what Victor Ramon used to say. Okay, that's what I was exactly. Everybody, yeah, see, you and I are right there. I was trying to, I was trying to get to it, but I was like, did I say it right? <laughs> You you did. We got it. <laughs> got to where we needed to go. But did you that watch the a... match? Huh? Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan. I did. I did watch the match, did and I like was it? very impressed. I know. Um, I mean, I've seen I... him do good stuff before, but like when you were Daniel Bryan, arguably one of the best technical wrestlers of his generation. He not even helped... arguably. I would say he probably is. Oh, so Crispin was out of it. That's not our generation, so no. Well, actually, technically, it is our generation, actually. Hey, okay, so yes, you're right. It was our generation growing up. The current generation, yeah. no. And honestly, we can't, I mean... <laughs> but actually, Daniel Bryan's a little bit older, isn't he? How, how old Daniel Bryan? How old will Crispin Wabi? Say say what? I'm how sorry? old would Crispin Wabi and how, how old is Daniel Bryan? Um, I, no, yeah. I think Daniel Bryan is in his 30s. Um, Benoit, I believe, was 38 when that stuff happened. So that was in 2007. So he'd be about 49 now if he was still alive. So right, too right far away from uh, Daniel Bryan, I guess. Right around 49, maybe about to be 50, somewhere around there. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So 
I want to because it's going to be the main header for the for the for the thing today. So what do you like? We never actually answered it. I'm going to go to my my answer too. What do you think Vince McMahon could do to actually change things up for the better? Come come raw. What is gotcha. the main thing you think he could announce or to be well, you know, a women's tag team belts finally or what? Yeah, definitely not that. Um, <laughs> definitely not that. I'm sorry. They're they, they're not doing that. I mean, I, I'm sure you're going to get sure so many that, sexist things now, bro. I'm sure it'll happen eventually. I didn't say that I don't want it to happen. I just said it's pro- that's not going to be what it is. Because no offense, women's tag team titles that's not going to spike your ratings at all. Sorry, it's just not. Um, in my opinion, I think he's going to announce a. Uh, I think he's going to do a shakeup. I think it's going to be another shakeup before the Rumble or either right after or something like that. And I only say that because Fox uh, plays into this as well because Fox has already told uh, WWE they want 3.3 million viewers for Fox's SmackDown show. I think, that, and, I think that's pretty easy though, man, because Fox has more people to watch the network anyways. Here's the problems though. SmackDown has been only drawing in at average about a 2.5 to a 2.6 million viewer rating over the last few months. And on top of that, they put it on Friday night. That's a problem. That's bad. Oh, no. I didn't know that. I I forgot that at least. We're back to Friday night SmackDown again? Yes. That never worked out in the first place, I felt like. Well, here's the thing. It works for people like back when it was on Friday nights for you. Well, maybe for you, but I know for me at least, I wasn't the most popular child in high school. So, I mean, I would watch Friday Night SmackDown religiously. But then as I got into high school and started developing a social life, no, I didn't stay home, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. So that's that's the thing. If you're you're wanting to hit a demographic of children. Put it back on Thursday night. And that's well. That's what my th- or what's wrong with Tuesdays? You know, Tuesdays been working out bad, great. But I think Thursday is better. I've always thought Thursday's better because Raw's Monday, right? Raw and SmackDown back to back that much hours of wrestling's a lot. But if you spread it out, Monday Raw, Wednesday NXT, Thursday SmackDown, I'm fine with that. Even if NXT was like on maybe Saturday or Sunday, I'd actually love that because I have like well, in the morning. I'd love it. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because. Um, it's, there's two things that have been rumored with this Fox deal. Uh, to answer one thing, the reason they're not putting it on Thursday is because they're, Fox wants this to be part of their uh, sports lineup going into uh, the fall season next year because they have Thursday night football now. So they've got the rights for Thursday night football broadcasts, which mm-hmm. they will then lead in for Friday night SmackDown. Like they'll promote SmackDown coming up the following night. So... That's going to be part of their sports lineup, which is why it's not on Thursdays. That's also why they didn't want to keep it on Tuesdays, uh, um, which is well, dumb because on a Tuesday. Sorry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but here's the here's the kicker to that. If SmackDown, which part of another reason why they're going to have to adjust because they're wanting to. WWE has always been in this or has been in this PG format, which is centered towards children, right? And Fox. Well, is Fox Fox wants this to be more of a sports-like show, so mm-hmm. they're going to have to be a little bit more serious. And for that audience, you're looking into your young adults, uh, teenage demographics. So you don't have to. God, be, I hope you're. You hope you're. Hope you're right about this. 
Right, well, I mean, you don't have to be attitude, but that's part of where the problem is, is because now if you're wanting to be more sports-focused, you're putting it on Friday. People aren't going to watch Friday. That demographic's not going to be there Friday. So they're, they're going to have to figure out a way around that. But if this does work, there was part of that Fox deal. There was a rumor going about, and I don't know if was it's it true Was it a rumbling rumor? It could be a rumbling Sorry, rumor. It had to be corny as hell. It could very well be, though, because if this works out, if SmackDown does end up doing well, they have said that they have been in talks about moving the NXT show to FS1 during the week. Mm. So so that could finally put a limelight on the NXT. And destroy the NXT. NXT. Sorry. It, it, it may. It, it may. It, it, it will hurt it. I just feel like I really hope not, but I just feel like then Vince will start taking control of it. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. NXT has and will always be Triple H's baby. That's that's who's done it successfully. Oh, yeah. So I don't expect that to change. And honestly, I don't expect the presentation of NXT to change either, mainly because um, they are, they've been working in the PG. I've said this several times. NXT is WWE's proof that the PG format can work on WWE and still be a serious product. If you watch NXT, so, their storylines are better. Oh yeah, their athletes Wait, are so better. The FS1, you said? FS1, Fox Sports One. Uh huh. Okay. And they, I, I didn't know. I, didn't know I, I just didn't know that was the acronym for. It. I don't know. It could work. I hope it works. It could. I mean, I hope it works. I just, I just like it. Just when things go on TV, they just can't do as much stuff. I don't know. I mean, quite the contrary. You can do okay. more because advertising. So I no, mean, I mean with storylines. Uh, well, true, but look at NXT. They've shown that the successful one-hour format, you know, that's what shows used to be. Like, Nitro used to be an hour. Raw used to be an hour. Yeah, and, and I really think that could be a big big part of... I, I'm not Vincent, oh, we're going to two hours. But I really think this, like... I don't know. I wish there was some kind of, like... Okay, Raw is going to be from... Two what? I, okay, 205, 205 Live is going to be the first hour, and the last two hours is Raw. I don't know. Is something different... I don't know. It's still three hours of wrestling. I get it, but something that segments it or divides it so it feels not so long, or I don't know. It just feels long as hell. I mean, we've all said that the three-hour Raw suck. So I yeah. mean, and here's the weirdest part, bro. Back in the day, when Raw went three hours, I was excited as hell, and I oh, still, we all were. I still felt like I was so excited, and I still felt like Raw was fast. I mean, I'm sorry, I felt like Raw was. I wanted more hours because it yes. was so good back then. But yes. that's the crazy part. Now three hours feels like I'm working. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Like, like, I, need to, I keep watching this. God, I want to go to bed. Or, oh, God, I need to do my yes. work. You know? like, uh. like you're sitting there waiting for something good to happen, and you th three hours later you realize you wasted a whole three hours waiting for it. So, I mean, that's... That's a, that's a good point, don't you think? Because I used to love three hours. <laughs> I did well, and I think that's why we did love it because the three-hour raws were not every week. It was on special occasions only, yeah, so you knew you were to get a decent show. I you know what I mean? That. I forgot about that because they were testing us. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what they did, and yeah. it wasn't until they did the Raw 1000 uh, back in 2012 that they turned it to the three-hour format permanently, and. Ever since then, it's been like God. It's a struggle to watch it because it's like. Damn, this is too much time. Like, there's way too much time. 
and they don't use it properly. Like, if they used it to where everybody was being utilized in a good way and not just a throwaway match or just mm -hmm. a BS segment or something like that, I think we would feel different about the three-hour Raws. Oh, because yeah, 100%. If they, but that's not what we get. We get throwaway matches. We get bogus storylines. We get we ridiculous have, segments. We have things that are built up for months. Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, a rivalry that could have been awesome. What was that? I mean, just little things that piss me the fuck off. Right. It's. I mean, I mean that's part of why Raw is sucking lately. So, yeah, it's no shock. I mean, that, that, that alone, to me, that little thing they messed up on, they're going to have a match the same night. They just, they just decided they're not friends anymore. I mean, what the heck? Right. It's mean, just... It that didn't make sense. It's like no, it it's like I don't know. I'm trying to think of what other what uh, if, if this happened back in the day. Like let's. I mean, this isn't a good example, but Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, if they were you know fighting all these years, you know, it's a longer storyline. But all of a sudden they're just they hate each other one night, and then the same night they have a match to to, to you know whatever. And then Dolph Ziggler gets the upper hand at the end of the match. He loses the match, but he gets the upper hand in the match. <laughs> yeah, it's, and, I don't know. It, the whole thing just those are the examples that. I don't know. Is Vince giving too much control to creative, or is it the complete opposite? And Vince, Vince is trying to make things different. I don't know. Vince has always been known as a guy who has too. Like, I think it's more of an issue of Vince does too much himself. Yeah. Like that's why I genuinely hope that when SmackDown does move to Fox on uh, in October next year, that Triple H is the one manning the ship because it gets closer to the XFL launching in 2020 in February. So it'll be real. It'll literally only be about four months before that happens. So my hope is that he will. He's he's going to give more of a focus on the product towards uh, Triple H, so that Trips is more in charge then. And at that point, I think we get a much, much, much better, at least on the SmackDown side, a much better product from WWE. I agree. Um, let's before we close it out. Since today's Sunday. I told myself we'll do 30 minutes. It's already 33 minutes. Ah, let's see. TLC match card at Rumbling Rumors. Say, you got the card ready? Are we going to do our predictions? for the match card. Dude, my pre-workout I'm taking is freaking bomb as hell. I can tell. you are got so much energy right now. <laughs> let's see. TLC complete card by Ramsey Sadawi. That's me. Okay, so. <laughs> Pat yourself on the our <laughs> truth and Carmella versus Ginger Mahal and Alicia Fox finals uh, of the MMC season two. Yeah, I was about to say it's the finals of the mixed match challenge. I'm not even going to hesitate and say I hope our truth and Carmella win that thing. Let's hope our truth wins because he needs to win something, man. Well, at this point, that's the only team that actually really went the whole mixed match challenge as a group. <laughs> that's never true. got separated. <laughs> Nobody. Ever I got know, man. It's just so inconsistent. Yes, that's why I hate Mixed Bash Challenge. Dude, last year was so awesome. Ah, I mean, I liked it a lot. People don't. I loved it. I did. I wasn't a fan, so I wasn't that excited when it came back. I'm still not that excited, so it's whatever. Okay, um, so you were going for the same peoples. Um, yep. yep. Mysterio versus Randy Orton chairs match, aka a. Will Randy Orton get Rey Mysterio's mask off the whole match? Right. And the fact that... The, I still hate the fact that there's even a stipulation called a chairs match. Like... <laughs> I know. Jeez. Let's, let's, let's try to work in every single letter we have in the pay-per-view. 
Yeah, for real. That's <laughs> that's the Vince McMahon logic right there. Your TLC uh, used to be awesome. Let's turn it into a pay per view, and now let's let's break it down. So everybody just like Hell in the it. Cell, man. It's just like Hell in the Cell. It used to be such an oh awesome God, match, and now it's just BS. Yeah, uh, we're just getting old and grumpy, people. Me and you, I guess. I don't know. Uh, right. Uh-huh. So, what do you pick? Um. With the way that they're going for Mania, um, I'm honestly, and, and I'm going to say this specifically, I think Ray's going to win, but it's going to be via disqualification. No, well, I guess it can't be DQ because of the chair smash. So um, I'm going to say Ray picks up the victory somehow. What if Ray Mysterio takes his mask off and his face is burned, and then Kane's like, "I burned him." Nothing. Okay. I'm not even anything. Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. Oh, I think it's Rey Mysterio as well. He's going to win. Buddy okay. Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. Cruiserweight Championship. I love that they're actually giving the Cruiserweights some time on yes, the main show. me too. And they steal it now. Dude, 205, I'm telling you, is picking up, dude. Dude, they, like, stole, they stole the last pay-per-view too. Yeah. Everybody was cheering for that match, dude. It was incredible. Um, I'm still going to go with Buddy Murphy because I like Buddy so much. So I hate yeah. Buddy Murphy. Do you really? Only because he gets Alexa Bliss every night. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But I do fair. like him as a wrestler, though. Okay, so I picked Buddy Murphy as well. I will actually have to. So far, we're three for three, dude. I know. That's really rare, actually. Uh, Elias versus I know we did Lashley. not talk about this off air, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> Elias versus Bobby Lashley. A ladder match. For the guitar, yeah. of all things. I mean, what is this? I think I think Vince Russo and Jeff Jarrett got together and made this match. What's interesting though is Vince McMahon is still in charge. I know, so. but Vince Russo must be like emailing him or DMing on Twitter or something. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, Damn, I am so hyper right now. It's crazy. I hate this because I like both guys. I really yeah. do. You know me. I pick Elias. Yeah, and honestly, with the way things have been going, I would I would pick the same. But you know what? Um, I'm still holding out for Lashley having a real good, decent push. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go at. Just screw it. I'm gonna say Elias. So are we picking who we want? That's all we've been doing. I think. Okay. Me too. That's what I've been okay. doing. <laughs> Finn Balor. It's funny how it changes up every 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 month. We get well. We have times where we're like, okay, let's do both, and then and we're yeah. like, you know what? That's too long. Let's just short it to win, what we want. Who we want to win? I know. Uh, this is all about who we want to win, guys. Finn Balor yeah. versus Drew McIntyre. This one's super hard for me. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, oh, it's, it's Finn Balor me, right? keeps getting hold back. Drew McIntyre has awesome momentum right now. Who do you screw over? Oh. You know, I think there's a way that you can make this work and it not really yeah, kill. Like they try to, a draw or cheating or something. No, no. Um, here, okay, so this is what I'm going to say, and I hope that it comes true to the a degree. The demon loses the match off Finn Balor. <laughs> no, I hope that I I do hope the demon shows up, and if he does, and this is specific, if the demon shows up, I'm picking Finn Balor to win it. But the way you keep Drew McIntyre uh, with the level that he's been doing here recently, have him assault Balor after the match, like beat the living hell out of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, uh, I can see that happening. So that's a way that you keep Balor strong with a good huge victory but then you still get heat for McIntyre who doesn't lose momentum because he's the heel and he still will have 
Radioactive Heat for uh, assaulting Finn Balor. Radioactive so, Heat. I think that was the name of uh, our old old podcast buddy's uh, articles back in the day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or Nuclear Heat, sorry. Nuclear Heat, that's right. That's so old. Oh my god, that's like five years old. Uh, four years old. Uh, so who do we pick? I didn't. Uh, you pick. I'm. I. I pick Balor, hoping that that's what happens. So yes, Balor. I pick, I pick Balor too. All right. Damn, dude. Well, I just like I've always liked Balor. McIntyre, no, we're just, we're we're right on the sink today so far. Yeah, I know. So you're ready for the tables match against Natalia and Ruby Riot? Let's throw your dead dad this soon into a match to make a match even greater. Awesome storyline, guys. I'm not trying to say I get all butthurt over Attitude Era-like storylines, but this is like, it wasn't even like done well. Well. It, to me, it wasn't done well. It just seemed like it, you could just tell they were doing it to ump up the match. Well, of course. Um, if you're going to make it sadistic and sad or whatever, go crazier. Like, to me, it's like, go a little crazier. Like, I'm not I'm not trying to be like weird, like crazy about it. I'm saying, go crazier. Like, I don't know. Well, no, Wait, well, come, out, come out in the guy's attire. Riot should have. Well, and you never know what may happen tonight, That's so true. you know, keep that in mind. Um, but I personally liked it because let's first off for anybody that was sensitive about this whole issue, Jim oh, Neidhart passed away back in August. So you know, it's been it. Give WWE credit that they gave it four months before they intertwined it into a story. I know, I get it, man. But it's like if you're gonna make it edgy, make it edgy. This to me, it was like, and they could, they could very well be doing. I mean, let's let's give them you know a little what I'm saying, bit of credit. Though? I know, and, okay. and I and I totally hear that. But give them a little bit of credit because this originally started over sunglasses. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and now at least they up the ante by putting. I guess you're the right. Yeah, I haven't watched Raw enough, so I just saw snippets. So I guess you're right. They built a tiny bit, but to me, it's like just push it more. I want to see it push before you have a, a pay per view match for. It. But okay, uh, I guess they have built a tiny bit more than most things they do. Uh, who do you go for? Uh, I'm picking Riot in this one. Oh, I don't know, honestly. Dang, Ruby Riot's the younger, young gun. She's the one who needs this. Natalia doesn't get the respect she deserves, Raven style. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I want to go Natalia. All right, first time that we've been different this time. The Bar first. Oh shit! I almost said the Bar versus Charlotte Flair. The Bar, <laughs> the Bar versus the New Day versus the Usos. SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Uh, this could very well be the show Steeler match as well, Thanks which so. is okay. sad to say because this is actually a decent card. It is no, this you know there's twelve matches in this pay per view. Yeah, and the only one that I'm not looking forward to is the Baron Corbin Braun Strowman one that they're still advertising. Something's gonna happen there, I think. But dude, twelve matches—that's a lot yeah. of matches for three hours. So this is a loaded card. I mean, like you just said, it is. I mean, we still have some matches to go. It's—I mean, it could be a really good card. We'll see. Um, who do you think's gonna win this one, though? Um, you know, I'm going to stick with the bar. I think the bar retains. Yeah, I like the bar a lot, too. And the Usos knew they always have the tag team titles. And this, I think, will cement the bar as being some, something... They already cemented themselves. You know what I'm saying? Something a little, little more. I think the bar. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Becky Lynch, the man, versus Charlotte Flair, uh, the queen. Oscar, the empress. Another another potential show stealer. I Dude, honestly I think they could. I really think they could pull out a hell of a match, all three of them. So, so has Becky Lynch been in a match and she's been gone? No, she okay. is not. Ooh, she's this is her so first match. Freaking fire! Yeah, she's Ooh. on. She's red hot right now. So I mean, she's to me, she's uh, almost like just as hot as Lita to me because she's like that fire in her. Yeah, because you know uh, me back in the day, Lita was like my girl. 
Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Trish was always mine, so I mean, it's just how it was. Well, yeah. Tori too. Tori Wilson was mine too. You and so. George always loved the blondes. I did. I had a thing for blondes back when I was a kid. So I always I like. Just, I always liked the. I like Kelly Kelly. Okay, actually, never mind. I love Kelly Kelly, but she's okay. actually brunette. Yeah, I know. well, I mean, I don't know. She's had blonde for so long now. I, 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 I tend to think that it probably is actually her real color. So. Yeah, that's true. Barbie's always spitting blinks. Uh, who do you um? Want to, <laughs> who do you want to win this match? I pick Becky Lynch, of course. Oh, a solid, hands down, Becky Lynch. Okay, here's the thing. I think Becky Lynch, I want to win. This is all. This is the only one I'm doing it for. Becky Lynch, I want to win, but I think they should give it to Asuka. Honestly, I find it. I would not mind because that. Because then this could be setting up a pay-per-view match for Oscar versus Becky Lynch, which I would not mind. And it would see no. Matt, Becky Lynch being like a something special. And let's face it, they really they tanked Oscar. They've already tanked her. They've already tanked her. It's going to be hard to build her back up. And you can build her Fair. back up with a title again, but, well, ah, I don't know. It's so hard because if Oscar wins this match, then loses the title straight up to Becky Lynch the next time, it's going to look bad for Oscar. Well, I mean, it all depends on how they go about that, too. But, it's yeah, true. I... I'm with you though in saying that I wouldn't be disappointed if that if that turns out to be the outcome. The only thing I don't want to happen is Charlotte being champion. That's it. <laughs> We've seen it enough, so um, it's all right. But I mean, kudos to her though. She's you know she's she still stays relevant even though she's done it for so long now. She she definitely hit a new stride after that Ronda Rousey beating. So absolutely, mm -hmm. I, I do give and her I credit. I think there. the only reason why she's had a re not to be mean. Only reason she's had um, a revamp in her career again a little bit is because of rejuvenation. Becky rejuvenation. Yeah, it's because of Becky Lynch. Absolutely, because but that nobody happens with all rivals. When she, well, when she won the title at SummerSlam, nobody liked it. I Everybody know. booed the shit out and of her. And that's what so, made her again, I think. It is. It's. It, but it made her. But it they made didn't her keep her a heel like they should have. They, that's well, and that's what they eventually they smartened up. You got to give them that by yeah. turning her heel against Rousey. So I mean, yeah. give them something there. True, but yeah, yeah, no, Becky. I'm picking Becky all day. Me too. Ronda Rousey versus God help us, Nia Jax. I mean, we're not gonna I go. I say God help us because I am thinking this match. I'm not saying I'm trying. I'm trying to be positive as I can because the whole show has been kind of negative. But this is hard for me to believe that Nia Jackson put on a good show without hurting somebody. Right. Ronda Rousey, I used to be scared of her hurting people because she wouldn't have been. But she is actually. Total pro. Every time she's had a match, like, oh my God, every match has been just as good as any other match on the card, if not better. Absolutely. But Absolutely. with Nia Jax, like, it's a, such a. I'm just always scared she's going to hurt somebody now. Yeah, me too. And she's uh, turned and into I'm a storyline. She's turning it into, yeah. I'm going to break her face, hashtag break her face, whatever it is. And they're going, dude, no, that means hashtag wrestle better. Right. <laughs> hashtag not your job. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hate being mean and stuff like that because Nia Jax, you know, at least she's trying, I guess. And, you know, but sometimes you just got to call somebody out for hurting so. Oh, I know, it's wrestling and you get hurt. And yeah, I, I get it. But it happens, it's happened so many times now. I promise you right now, if if something happens to Ronda, which, you know, I honestly do feel Ronda's going to take the bulk of this match, and, and, and she's going to be... I going with this, and I agree. Because, well, I mean, their last match at Money in the Bank, she was a rookie. That was her first singles match, and she carried Nia to her best match that she has had to date. So, I still feel Ronda will do the same, but mark my words, if Nia Jax hurts Ronda Rousey in some way and injures her, she's going to get put on a shit list quicker than you could say, oh, we should have seen that coming, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. But uh, let's make it short and sweet, Rousey. Oh, you know me. I, I think Rousey, too. And I usually wouldn't pick Rousey just because, I don't know, she's 
to me, honestly, earn the belt when she got it. But now that I keep seeing matches in with her, that she actually... Dude, her last match, uh, she her last the pay-per-view match, you could just tell she was, like, really into it. I love that. Mm-hmm. She, her, she's, been, she's a wrestling fan, so yeah. she wants to do good. So, yeah, yeah no. I, and, and, I'm not way. trying to be creepy here, but am I the only one who's thinking she's going to have her tits fall out soon? She's going to have what? Her tits are about to fall out of her freaking attire. Oh, yeah, no, don't worry about that. She wore the same type of attire in her UFC, UFC? career, too. But I was thinking, man, I was thinking, they need the because I'm not sure, they, might, they do they get, like, fined, right? Um, I don't know. I really don't know how, how they go about that anymore. Because um, I was thinking, my, she is super close to losing her freaking top. I was thinking, I'm not sure if Vince, <laughs> Vince makes her wear this or what, like, to make it, like, a girly, sexy stuff. But I was thinking, she needs to probably wear something a little more UFC-based. Where like, I never watched her really in UFC, so I wouldn't know if that's what she wore. I guess it is, because now that I think about it, that's true. She did wear the same stuff. But, you know, I don't know where she's doing more like, I don't know. I guess it's um, the, guy, the guy in me was like, uh, she's about to lose her top. Yeah, no, that's just your wish. Oh, yeah, my wish is my command. Uh, okay, so I picked uh, Ronda Rousey <laughs> as well. Yep. Two, three more matches. Braun Strowman and... Oh, versus Baron Corbin in a TLC match. So I'm just going to say this. I really could care less. That's so sad to me because Braun Strowman, is just, he's just used like some kind of ragdoll every other month. Like mm-hmm. one month, the top guy coming for the title, you're scared of him, destroying sets, throwing things to people, throwing cars over. The next minute, he's put in a match with somebody who hasn't had a pay-per-view match in a long time that's relevant at least. Well, rumored been it's been part of his own his own undoing because apparently Braun has he has highs and lows where backstage he's doing great at at, mo- at most points, but then it's like once he gets to a certain point, and this has been reported mm-hmm. that he just seemingly all of a sudden will start getting I'm not going to say lazy, but he starts getting a little too comfortable. Really, and, I didn't know that. That okay. yeah, it's been it's been a big. That's why wow, uh, that, I, that's Mel- true. That makes Dave sense. Dave Meltzer reported that. Yeah, he really? was he reported it about a month ago, saying that uh, it was right after the Crown Jewel thing, after yeah. the Crown Jewel event, where everybody thought he was going to get the title finally, and it came out because somebody kept saying, "Why is Braun going through this?" Where it's like he's on a hot streak. Why did you kill him there? And apparently, it's been because of some stuff that happens backstage. Not Do that he's necessarily he's deflated though, because they keep not giving him the title though. I mean, and they keep switching storylines and making him a bad guy and good guy. You think he's just getting tired of it all, like kind of like Finn Balor and a Neville? Well, I mean, to be fair, Braun was yes originally a heel, and he got so over to where they had to turn him face. So it wasn't organic, like, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a situation like Big Shows where they they forced him to turn here, there, and everywhere else God. that they could do. <laughs> yeah, Nia Jax but, too. Right, but with Braun, um, it's just apparently been some stuff that's gone on backstage where he'll do so well for a little bit, but then he does something that gets him in trouble a little bit, and it knocks him back down the ladder. So, in this one, if he shows up, fine, yeah, I'll, I'm going to pick Braun to, to go over on this one. Matter of fact, like I said, I don't really care much about this match anyway, so I don't really care. <laughs> Unless somebody comes back, like if Braun's hurt and can't go, you know, maybe that elbow surgery was a little too too much, and he's not able to make it back. Unless they throw somebody else in there, um, and in that case, I'll pick them to go over Corbin. Main point is, is I don't want Baron Corbin to win. So, so there we you only go. have two more things to talk about. So I don't want to take too much longer than I know you need to leave too. But 
Am I the only one who felt super... I mean, I guess I am, because you don't like Baron Corbin, I guess. And I never really liked Baron Corbin either. I liked him in NXT. But the fact that they're using Baron Corbin as a reason why the Raw ratings has been down... I was like, did Seth Rollins... I know they're probably told Seth Rollins to say that, but I'm thinking, it's not Baron Corbin's fault. Poor guy. And I actually no. thought this role for Corbin helped him out. It made him more of a bad guy. It did. The thing is, is the that whole promo that, that we heard on Monday... That was strictly just to, as Dave Meltzer even said, WCW did something very similar in their dying days too, where they would blame, like they would, dying days, they would oh. do that to let people know that they they know the ratings, then they know it's bad, but they just don't care, you know. They're just they're acknowledging it, saying that yeah, we're trying to do something by intertwining it there, and they just threw it into the story because it made it made sense to go ahead and do that. Sure, that's yeah. fine. But that, no, they don't really blame Corbin for that. They just did that for storyline purposes. That's, again, just to show that WWE is, quote-unquote, listening to the audience. No, you're listening to their displeasure. You're not doing anything to fix it. So that's all that they were doing there. So we are in agreement, I guess, as I'm going Braun Strowman as well. Uh, cool. Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. I don't know how I feel about this. It just feels so not done correctly. Weirdly, I was like, this could be something good, and then just, it just seems like uh, the, with the Bane character and all this stuff, it just that seems, was weird. It seems hokey. The coolest. Okay, I thought this was going to be Dean Ambrose's new entrance every time. Thank which, God it's not. Which honestly, without if he didn't wear the mask. If he didn't wear the mask, I wouldn't mind it. It would be kind of something different. Like kind of like a crazy insane asylum guy. Yeah. But since he comes out with the mask on too, it just seemed like he was like a Bane slash like It's a Bane ripoff. A Bane ripoff slash like you're gonna go spray somebody's house for bugs. I don't know. Yeah, you know what it is, is it feels like and I'm going complete complete total here. <laughs> it's like Versace brand with Bane. And then you get the Walmart knockoff with Dean Ambrose with the way they're going with this. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's literally what it feels like. But long story short on this one, I'm taking Dean over Seth tonight. I mean, they almost have to make Dean win. I mean, I, if they make Dean lose this, it just makes his turn feel like he's the same. For level, nothing. For nothing. And so, in other words, that's what WWE's going to do. They're going to make <laughs> Dean lose it. Right. Sorry to say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, last match is the new Daniel Bryan. And let's hope this main event's the show. Like, this needs to be it's the closing match. Styles, right? Yes, needs to be the closing match. It's the title. It's the only title that you've got that's the main title that's there on the fucking show right now. So, yes. Yeah, that when, needs when Travis Curse on the podcast, he means it. I'm just saying, like... It's ridiculous that the WWE title has been reduced to absolute garbage now. And so it better be the main event. Daniel Bryan is arguably rejuvenated and has a great heel character going right now. He's going against AJ Styles. The two can put on great matches. We already know that. It has every bit of writing to say that this should be the main event of the show. And so no the writing's on the walls, too. Yeah. I yeah. do it every time now, yeah. I swear to God. You're, way, you're in way over your head. So... Let's just regard disregard the things that you said. Every day, yeah. No, you, no, you're right though. So yeah, no, I'm taking. I'm sorry. I'm I'm hoping it main events the show. And honestly, um, I think this could be the match of the night. Honestly, because I those both guys are hard ass workers. And yeah. if they 
trash the end with some kind of like stupid shit, I'm gonna be pissed off because I'm just tired of every major match having to end with somebody doing something shitty. Why right. can't they have a heel just like actually win a heel actually win, win it without? You don't always have to have a guy get a sledgehammer or something crazy right. like Triple H style, but at least just let him win it like without having interference or some kind of crazy move. It just makes him feel like a stronger heel. Like I don't know. No, I agree. That's 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 everybody's thought too. Is WWE likes to never really let their heels go over the proper way. Um, like it pisses you know me what? off. Like, oh my god, he won clean. Damn it! Right. Yeah, that, that makes that, a heel. Exactly. Um, main event. I'm hoping is the main event of the show, and if it's the case, uh, so I'm gonna pick AJ on this one. Ooh, you want AJ to be champion again that quick? Yes. Dang, son. Because I know that they're, from everything that's been reported, they're looking at AJ Styles versus Randy Orton for Mania. So, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, AJ really Styles versus it. Randy Orton for WrestleMania 35. I'm not really that mad about it. Oh as long God, as Orton doesn't why? win the Rumble. If, if Orton doesn't win the Rumble and it's still Styles versus Orton for the title, I'm, not, I'm okay with that. As oh long as Orton God. doesn't win. If we see some montages of freaking Randy Orton going to Wendy's house and throwing him through a glass window and stuff, I'm done. Right. <laughs> I'm done. If they're going to recycle that storyline with Wendy, bring Wendy back in here and do the Triple H thing, no, I, don't, I just don't know. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Well, right? Samoa Joe already did the family thing, so hopefully they won't go that route. I just meant like the whole you know window thing with Triple H and Randy Orton and, and oh, yeah. WrestleMania um, 25. Match. WrestleMania 25, the one I went to live, was absolutely the worst match of the night, at least crowd-wise. Yeah, because they were so dead, because the best match of all time took place. Shawn Michaels versus Taker was amazing to see live. I told, and I said it, I told you, I told George, and I told everybody way before that match uh, went on, I said that was going to be the best match of the whole night, and I Dude, called I, it. I don't know why it's not regarded as, I mean, I guess it is, but it's like, to me, it was one of the best matches I've ever seen. It was so good. Absolutely. It was, dude, there's no there's no question. And anybody that wants to say that it wasn't, obviously you don't really give a damn about wrestling because that well, match the right there. the light and dark, and I, all the, it had all the elements. The storyline was there. The performers were there. They delivered on the match that was expected to be given. And it, to this day, it's still one of my favorite matches to go back and watch. Oh, man, me too. And I always try to spot me and my brother in the crowd. <laughs> Those so, are always fun. We're so high up there that it was hard to see anything. Okay. Well, uh, good show. I said 30 minutes and it'd be an hour. I guess it's not a bad thing. No. Nah. <laughs> because, I mean, let's face it. It's going to be the holidays next weekend, so we may not be able to do the show because I... I know I'm going to be out of town. Uh, I know you'll do probably a be busy. Eve episode. Um, I mean, if I'm back, I'm back on Christmas Eve. We could do it late at night. Oh, Christmas Eve <laughs> is Monday. Yes. Oh, I don't see. work. I'll be coming back from my father's. So. Oh, I see. So, okay. but yeah. Well, uh, we'll discuss more. We got we got time. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, I'll let Travis take it out because I never know how to end these things. I'll, I'll just end it with our generic stuff. So, guys, thank you, as always, for listening to the show. You can always follow me and Ramsey both on Twitter, at WWE Ramsey, at Travis underscore Falhark. Also follow the Rumbling Rumors page. You can also go like us on Facebook. And please share our articles and share this podcast with your friends because we enjoy getting new listeners as well as returning listeners. We appreciate 
all the support that we get. And of course, most importantly, don't forget to visit rumblingrumors.com for all of your free HD wallpaper, especially right now during the Christmas and holiday events. You've got Christmas wallpaper designed by Ramsey himself. Ooh, yeah. And there's always great articles by wonderful writers, and you get nothing but non-spoilers on our websites. So please check us out and keep supporting us. We appreciate it always. Thank you, guys. And you know, I'm Ramsey, and El Generico's out of here. See you there, El Generico. I saw what you did there, and Travis, said, the foul hark master, is out as himself. Well, because you said um, that we're going to do the generic outro, and I said you're El Generico. Okay, well, all right, guys. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to us, and yep, bye. Peace. Peace.